My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be More Today Show, Project 40 More, day number 13. We're back, we're back, we're back in the building. And as always, I got to say thank you. You already know. Dedicating your time, your energy, your effort, your anything on a regular basis to be more today or to anything is a great task. And you've gone through the last 13 days strong. Maybe not as strong as you want it to be, but you're still here. You're still listening. You're still processing. You're still moving forward. So for those things, I salute you because that's what Be More Today is about. Taking your steps to greatness to be the best person of you. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things and us trying just to be better every single day. For this project, 40 More, we've been focusing on fitness and focus and we are now entering the fourth phase of our 10 phase series for these 40 days and it's called environmental re-evaluation before i talk about that i want to give you our quotation for today which is simple as always hard things are put in our way not to stop us but to call out our courage and strength hard things are put in our way not to stop us but to call out our courage and strength today we're talking about things that can get in our way and if you're like me and you listen to this podcast you're someone who wants to get better at whatever you're doing whether it's fitness stuff whether it's personal stuff whether it's emotional stuff, whether it's spiritual stuff, whatever the case may be, you're trying to be better at your job, you're trying to be better in terms of your fitness and what you're doing on the basketball court, how your body looks, how your body feels, whatever it is. And even though you have this momentum, you've gone through the thoughts and you've gone through the, the, the movements to say, you know what, I want to do a little better with my health, with my wellness, with my fitness with my career with my whatever there are hard things that get in the way 
there are challenges, there are roadblocks, there are financial blocks, there are emotional blocks, there are people, there are haters, right? Whatever it is, there are things that get in your way. But those things are not in your way to stop you. They're literally to just show you how strong, how resilient, how courageous, and how incredible you really can be. And what stops people from becoming great, I think, is that when those roadblocks hit, they just stop. They shut down. They give up. And today we're talking about our new phase, environmental re-evaluation, social reappraisal to realize how their unhealthy behavior affects others. Now, environmental evaluation is basically realizing that the negative impact of the unhealthy behavior or the positive impact of the healthy behavior, right, can affect uh, someone's social and or physical environment. In other words, your response or your expression of whatever you're trying to do or not do can affect the people around you. It can affect your kids, your coworkers, those who are in close proximity to you, right? And based on those things, that can also have a triggering effect down the line in terms of who else around you does things. People always say you can't go higher in terms of progress than the people who are around you, right? You can't progress any more forward than the people who are in your inner circle. So if you're around people who are being positive, you're going to most likely be positive. If you're around people who are going to be negative, most likely you're going to be someone who's negative. If you're around people who talk a lot of smack, a lot of garbage, a lot of gossip, most likely you're going to be in that same group of people. And as we're talking about the beginning phases of this, which again, going to be pre-contemplation and contemplation, today we're simply just thinking about what are the things that are in our environment that affect us and that we affect. We have to start to realize the negative impact of our unhealthy behaviors and the positive impact of our health behaviors on people around us. For instance, if you were to say to your friend, your coworker, your family member that you were going to start working out starting on Monday, right? That, for the most part, may shock a lot of your friends. It might shock them to the extent where they say, oh, wow, that's, that's interesting. That's, that's not what you usually do. Oh, it's okay. Well, maybe, hey, what sparked that? And maybe a whole conversation comes out of that, right? What sparked that? Who told you that? Who inspired you to do that? Where's this coming from? How long do you want to do it for? What's the purpose of doing it? And then you, don't, you never know. Sometimes someone else may join you as a result. There are many things that I've done simply because someone else said they were doing it. Uh, Actually, my first marathon, my first marathon I did because someone was like, yo, I'm doing this thing. And I was like, huh? What what is this thing? What are you talking about? And I said, that sounds like something that I I might want to do. And long and behold, I was right in that number. Because someone has suggested or told me about something that they were doing. It can be the same thing on the opposite end, right? Someone tells you, uh, 
or shares with you something that they are doing that's not a good thing, right? Um, whether it's something that you are into or not into, it can affect us, right? And think about things like smoking. Which again, no judgment here. But it is one of the things that, as we've learned over the years, is not the best thing for us to do in terms of our health, right? I'm talking about cigarettes. And, you know, there, there are some people who have gotten into smoking simply because someone else suggested it to them or someone else was around them. Uh, the, the studies have shown that people who are around people who smoke usually end up smoking in the long term also. I talk about families, like parents and their kids, right? Uh, growing up, we were in a, in a situation where smoking was legal in most places. So a lot of people smoked and smoked in public and smoked also in their homes and what have you, right? We talk about ashtrays and, and things in cars and in bars and in stores and in restaurants. And smoking was a very natural thing that a lot of people did. Sometimes it was just simply a social awareness because some people liked how cool others looked while they were smoking. There are people who were in movies and on TV who would simply smoke because it was a cool thing to do. And others did it because they saw other cool people doing it. I mean, that's the ultimate version of peer pressure, right? Doing something unhealthy because someone else is doing it as well. But it's those kind of things that we have to reevaluate when we talk about why are we doing certain things? Why? Why? And as we're just talking simply about our thoughts, right? The pre-contemplation, contemplation phases. My charge for you today is just to sit, simply think about some of the things that you see people do or that people do that you think that, oh man, I want to do that. Whether it's positive or negative, right? The positive could be, yes, the working out, the... Um, taking time in the morning to wake up and set goals the uh if you if you're someone who wants to cook more for your your household you know you got a lot of people out here who are trying to do better in terms of meal prep and and being a little more creative in the kitchen uh you know all those things can spark can spark you may see people on on tv or even in your in your direct environment who are doing things that you are impressed by right one of your friends is going to the gym now every day and you see the improvement that they're making physically and that to you says oh that's 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 something that I might want to do or someone who is around you who may be lazy at work and they're they're lazy at work but they're still getting paid the same way you're getting paid they're lazy at work but they're still getting accolades and getting prestige you look at that you say yo they're they're not really putting the 100% in why why am I doing that I'm not gonna do it either it's those things that can spark us to be in a positive light or a negative light. And that goes for both sides, right? You being the person watching or the person who's actually exhibiting the behavior and what their actions are now going to inspire you to do in a positive way or a negative way. Our environment does change us and our environment does affect us. Our environment does attract us to do and not do certain things we would be silly not to recognize how impactful our environment really is to us and although we're strong although we're we're we're, we're headstrong and we're focused and what have you 
You know, I talked about thermostats and thermometers on a previous show. And thermostats, again, are those things that you can turn up or turn down based on what's happening around you. But thermometers are things that respond to the environment. I'm talking about us all in this context being thermometers. Uh, and, and how we're affected by the environments that are happening around us. But also being thermostats sometimes, right? You can truly affect someone's future by setting a better example for them in the present. As a father, you know, there are certain things that I try to slow my daughter and sometimes I mess up big. There are some things that I, I see in her that I'm like, oh man, that's that's definitely me. That was definitely me responding in a certain way. And now she responds in that same way. That's definitely me not saying sorry as quickly as I should have. And that's her also not saying sorry as readily as she should have. But it's those things that we have to start thinking about when we talk about pre-contemplation, contemplation, that are going to affect our environment around us and affect the people that we encounter also. Social reappraisal. We got to see how our behaviors are affecting others. And the beauty of this concept is that if we all did that, if we all just took a minute and thought about how our actions affect others, there could be a greater change in this world. Right? Think about littering. I'm still shocked today that people litter, by the way. After all the Earth Days we've had and all the things we talked about and all the global warning warming things we've talked about and seen, the heat waves we've seen and the uh, natural disasters that are coming. I mean, it's amazing to me that even with all those things, someone can simply still say, oh, I'm going to eat this thing right now and throw it directly on the floor. Or I'm going to drink this thing right now and throw it directly out my window. Because there's still no concept of, A, who's picking that up? And B, how is this thing going to affect the environment? But it's those things that are a direct correlation to what we're talking about right here. Our responses, our behaviors, and how they can affect others around us. Healthy or not healthy. My daughter had a, um, a Earth Day presentation at her school one day. It's the first time she had heard about Earth Day. And she came home livid. Oh, she came home so upset. She came home and she was mad. I said, oh, why are you so mad? Daddy, you guys are destroying the earth. You're not taking care of the plants. You're not taking care of things around us. You're destroying the earth. And the earth needs our love. The earth needs, it's today's earth day. The earth needs our love. And I said, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. The earth does need our love. It's earth day. So what should we do? We have to water the plants. We have to water all the plants. Make sure all the plants have water. We gotta make sure all the trees have water. And we gotta clean up after ourselves. We gotta make sure we clean up. We gotta sweep. And I've never seen her so passionate about anything besides watching something on television or on her iPad. But this little girl, this little seven-year-old girl, started watering our little plants in the front, wanted to sweep up all the leaves, not just in our front yard, but in the neighbor's front yard, on the street, in the street. I was like, hey, 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 hold on a second. <laughs> You're clearly excited and passionate about this thing now, which I love. And this is a bigger issue that we're dealing with. But I do like your initiative. And I do like the fact that you're 
inspired to help others around us know about Earth Day and how important it is for us to take care of our environment. But it's those kind of things, right? If we all were a little more cognizant of how our actions affect others, we'd be a little more uh, uh, mindful of what we do, what we say, what we put out there, because people are always watching. And our reevaluation right now of our current environment can help us to get to a better place where we're making better decisions about our health, about our wellness, about our jobs, about our families, about our community, about our environment. I mean, if everyone were just to sit and think or to pre-contemplate and contemplate about how their actions affect others and all things, if you put the best of us out there, the best version of us out there every day, our best behaviors, our best goals, our best wants, our best initiatives, right? As opposed to our worst, right? Our worst behaviors, our worst habits, our worst um, issues, right? If we did that just for even for a day, I guarantee you for that one day, the world will be a better place. So my charge for you this week and for today, today is pretty simple. Just think about some of the things that you put out there and think about the ways that your small environment around you responds to it. Whether you have a temper, you maybe get angry, or maybe you're someone who likes to gossip a lot, and that can carry over to other people gossiping a lot with you, right? All these things affect us in various ways. And on the health tip, it's just as simple, right? We talk about you going out there and making healthy decisions for you and your family. You go out there and you set the standard for what we're going to be doing as a household, as a community, as a family. Especially if there's a pre-diagnosed uh, issue that's in your family, like diabetes or hypertension or whatever else, and you're really trying to set this, the changes in your family for how we're going to eat, that we're all going to drink more water, that we're all going to be a little healthier, that we're all going to do certain things differently. It's those kind of things, I think, are super impressive. Because now you're talking about generational change. Now you're talking about generational improvements. I mean, even the way that we spend money, right? You can talk about it that way and showing others in your family or your your community how to spend money effectively and appropriately. Now we're talking about generational wealth and just moving forward and just being better as a people, as a family, as a community, as a world. So these are all things just that are, are, are concepts for this, this new phase environmental reevaluation tomorrow we're going to talk about the next steps right we talked about pre-contemplation contemplation today we're going to talk about preparation and action and how you really start to put those things in place so that others around you can respond to those things in the right way we'll talk about it in the guise of fitness and focus and we'll show you more things you can do to be the best version of you. Again, I quote from today, hard things are put in our way not to stop us, but to call out our courage and strength. It takes courage, I believe, to stand up, to do the right thing. It takes courage to care about Earth Day when others around us are not doing it. It takes strength and courage to remind yourself that your actions affect those around you. And I hope that today you're a little more courageous, that you're a little more in tune with how your actions affect others. It's pretty selfish to think that 
only your actions are affecting you. Right? When we don't say sorry for certain things or we don't appreciate those around us, those things trickle down. And think about the last time that someone didn't do something to you that you expected. Right? You held the door off for somebody and they walked right by and didn't say a word. Right? That may spark you to do the same thing or to not even hold the door for the next person because you're like, oh, what's the point? That's why I say it takes courage and strength to set the example, to show others what we should be doing, to show what the optimal response would be for the environments around us. And we'll talk more about those things tomorrow, the actions that we can put into place to set the the trickle-down effect of greatness and fitness and focus for those around us. That's going to be our goal. Today, folks, we're going to start our Plank Jack journey. For the oh, Sorry, our mountain climber journey. We did plank jacks yesterday. So we've been doing squats. You've been doing push-ups. We've been doing plank jacks. And now, for this, the next four days, starting today, we're going to get into our mountain climbers. Again, mountain climbers, are you basically in that same plank jack position? But now you're going to drive those knees forward like you're climbing a mountain. Alternating on both sides. I need basically 40 of those. One and one is one. I need 40 of those on each side. And that's going to be our new challenge, fitness-wise, for the next four days. Mountain climbers. So if you want to be more, like we said before, go out there and add the four workouts together. The squats, the push-ups, the plank jacks, and the mountain climbers. Those four things, every single day for the next four days, are going to be your task. If not, you say, Sean, let me just work on these mountain climbers first. Let me just get this thing down, Pat. Then by all means, rock that out. I'm proud of you in advance. I'm proud of you always for getting this thing done and for continuing to follow us on this journey. Join me tomorrow for day number 14 of Be More Today Project 40. More. As we talk more about this this phase that we're going through now, talking about environmental evaluation and really get into the action phases of this thing and I'll show you a couple more examples of how we and how I have found ways to affect my team, my family, my runners, those around me to continue to have healthy behaviors for myself, for them, and for others. Until then, folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. Today will be your last day of intermittent fasting. Tomorrow, we start drinking our water. And just a little tidbit, you should have your water bottles by now. If you ordered a water bottle from us, you should have that water bottle. But have a water bottle handy because you're going to have to start getting in half your body weight in ounces in water starting tomorrow. So think about that. Put it in your mind. Let's get ready. and Let's continue to be the best version of ourselves. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. 
you already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. You